Welcome to Eau Claire is Here, your place to find out a little bit more about the people, places, and happenings going on in the best little city in Wisconsin. Now introducing your hosts, Jane Seymour Kunick and Jerry Annis. This is Eau Claire is Here, you should be too. I'm Jane. I'm Jerry. <laughs> Sorry, I talked over you. I won't do that. Okay, I'm Jane. For a while. I'm Jerry. And we're otherwise known as Big J and Little J. Yeah, I'm Little J. I'm the Big J. Yeah. A mm-hmm. little bit about me. I am from Eau Claire originally. I am a realtor at Donnellan Real Estate. I have been here for 19 years. Holy cow. And I love my job, love living in Eau Claire, and Jerry and I have been friends since we were seven. Yeah. Yeah. Youngsters. And we've had the fortunate opportunity to work together now. So well, I'm glad you called it that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a great realtor, but my name's Jerry Annis. Grew up in Eau Claire, and we moved over from the cities, and your family was one of the first families that we met. Right, lucky you. I know, a bunch mm-hmm. of kids. and But what I do remember about the Seymour clan is we would get together and it was chaos. Right, because we kids. had six kids. We had five. Mm-hmm. Dogs. <laughs> chaos, craziness, people getting hurt. But uh-huh. I do uh-huh. remember that you were always a very good wrestler. Jerry was not. I was not. You I was I was picked on and wrestled by Jerry. Well, yeah, maybe I was the one that was misbehaving, but mm-hmm. um, I do remember when you would come to our house, and we always were told to go in the basement and play, which we did, all of us kids. <laughs> and you and your brothers would spend most of your time just looking for coins in the basement <laughs> because. <laughs> For some reason, at my parents' house, there was money everywhere. I don't know if my brothers threw coins at us or if there was piggy bank that exploded at some point. Well, I'm pretty sure they threw it at you, but right. we would always say. get frisked when we left <laughs> and had to give back all the coins because you guys had money and we didn't. Ooh, I don't think that was the story at all. We probably just took them from you and then just scattered them back all over the yeah, basement again. Yeah, for next time. Yeah, so. next time. Give those Anna's boys something to do besides yeah. wrestle with us. Yeah, and break stuff. So. Right, right. But anyway, me one of the first families we met and then I, I was in Eau Claire through high school and college played football at Eau Claire and then for a short time we moved up north you know for a while we lived in Manaqua three kids raised them wonderful beautiful area I mean have you ever been there once yeah. we went camping there with my family and yeah. it was a cute little town Mm-hmm. Beautiful water. Yeah, 2,500 lakes in the two counties. So it was a wonderful place to raise kids. And um, then, you know, after a while, we were empty nest and sold my business and was thinking about coming back to Eau Claire. And I remember coming down here, you know, being in real estate and meeting with you and mm-hmm. Ned. And, you know, and then you said, this is, a, you know, Eau Claire's here. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be too. And I'm like, right on, I'm right coming. Right on, and, right? And, and who knew? 
you know, four or five years later, we'd be doing a podcast like this, named kind of the same way. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about things going on in Eau Claire, different opportunities, different uh, activities. And uh, Scott, my husband, is going to try to slip in a interview here and there and we'll all get to know Claire a little bit better yeah yeah we'll do a lot of interviews and excited to to make people more aware of the outdoor recreation the events the parks Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. there's so many great things happening with Eau Claire I am very passionate about Eau Claire and felt like you know maybe talking about Eau Claire would tie into us as realtors and so we came up with the name Eau Claire is here and you should be too. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I hope as we go forward I may embarrass you if that's okay. I'm sure you will, Jer. Okay. Well good. <laughs> so <laughs> is that your whole is that your whole objective in this or um probably. Right? For the most yeah. part. Right. So and I'm sure it'll come back my way as well. Mm-hmm. So I got some stuff on you, Jer. I know. Well, our first interview, which we were fortunate to have our boss, who we both love and admire, respect. Uh, Ned's been in real estate, I think he said, for 42 Mm -hmm. years. Yep. He's going to talk a little bit about how he got started, what kind of runs his world. So here's a little interview with Scott and Ned. This is a great man, a father a husband, and a third-generation real estate agent. Why don't you tell us about how your dad got into this, and or your family did, for that matter. And yeah. yeah, thanks, Scott. Good to be here, and I'm excited for you guys in this awesome podcast you're developing. Eau Claire needs it. It has been discovered a lot lately, but I think what you guys are doing is going to place Eau Claire on the map in an even bigger way, so congratulations so. on your new endeavor. Yeah, our history... It's a humble one, but we thought we were going to be loggers. We thought we were going to be big lumbermen. Well, guess what? There was a there was an end to that lumber business in the 1800s. That's when my great grandfather came here, and you could see from the if you went to the Eau Claire Public Library, you'd see where they flipped from calling themselves lumbermen to real estate guys because they ended up with all these cutover 40s and funny pieces of land and didn't know what to do with everything. So. We hung on to some of it. We still own a little bit of it today. And, uh, you know, we've done some small commercial development on it and some multifamily development and housing development. And it included a lot of the land around the East Hill and things like that. So it's not a very sexy history, but it's uh, that's who we are. And, and so my grandfather first established down in real estate in 1921 during the Depression. Of course, there were about three or four homes a year that sold. So it wasn't a, exactly a going concern. My dad, after... You know, playing football for the Badgers and, and fighting World War II, he came back and established Donlin Real Estate officially. He incorporated in 1948. So that's what our signs say, even though we're coming up on our 100th year, actually. We say it's our 72nd year in business because that's when he actually incorporated. So that's how we got started. And, you know, we have been sort of general practitioners along the way. We built a lot of homes, several hundred homes and condominiums in the Eau Claire area, and been involved in a few little commercial developments and you know had a stake in the Chippewa Valley Development Park industrial park out there around the airport and stuff so you know we've we'd like to think we've had a little hand in the community over the years and yeah, we just had fun we just love working with the Eau Claire people and haven't wanted to expand or go other places we just think there's a lot happening right here 
So now your daughter is getting into it as yeah. well. Um, what, was there pressure from your dad or, uh, <laughs> no. you know, that you continue in this line? Or, I mean, you just had a general interest? Yeah, join the family business or else. No, they ne- it was never like that. They, I always saw my dad come home with a smile on his face. He loved the business, and I'm sure there were tough moments, but he never never got too hung up on that. He, he loved the people of the Eau Claire, Chippewa, you know, the, the, what we would call the Chippewa Valley and loved doing business and was super involved in civic stuff and everything. But he enjoyed the business so much, it just sort of built a little interest for me in it. And hopefully I've done that with my two children. My son David's involved in other ways. He's been buying some investment real estate. My daughter Megan is involved in the brokerage side. She's done some investing herself now. It's really gotten exciting. So yeah, she's joined our team. Lots to learn, but she's sharp and she'll be able to really help us. So. Yeah, it's worked out worked out great, but there's never been any any pressure to get involved. You know, there's lots of ways to make a living, and, and I'd be very happy. Actually, Megan worked for a Fortune 500 company in the Twin Cities up in Edina for for several years, and before I kind of recruited her to come back, and so we're having fun. It's it's kind of a joy. Yeah, that that would be, and I know that um, your wife is very involved a, as well. Is, yeah, yeah. She so her degree is in education, and but she's a self-taught kind of computer expert for us, so she helps all the agents with that stuff. Um, she fills in around here and helps me with kind of my investment real estate and stuff like that. So she runs that side of things and allows me to concentrate on the brokerage. And it's been good. Yeah, a good little combo. There's a funny story about uh, how... Um, many, many funny many, stories. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but Jane likes to tell this. Well, so she still calls you Dre. And that uh, for a little while there was a little joke, you know, Dr. Yeah. Dre. You want to tell that well, story? Yeah. No, I don't want to tell, but I will. I don't want to tell, but I will. <laughs> That's the problem with uh, the Seymour families. They never let you forget anything, especially if it's a joke on you. Uh, so they're, they're quick to forget when it's on them. So Dr. Dre, of course, a rapper, kind of a controversial rapper with very controversial lyrics and aggressive stuff. And anyway, so I didn't realize that. But my real estate uh, office, you know, Donlin Real Estate, DRE, and that, and I never had vanity plates, but I kind of got talked into trying it. So they, you know, it would be kind of like a little marketing ploy, right? So my license plate said Ned, and then DRE for Donlin Real Estate. Well, it's Ned Dre with a DRE, and so uh, the kids said, "Hey, does your dad like Dr. Dre, the rapper? What's that all about?" And so my nephew drove down to my house and said, "Now you should listen to this music if you're going to bomb around with this these Dr. Dre plates on." And I didn't like, of course, the lyrics are very condescending to women and not good at all. So I ripped them off. My wife said, you can't drive around without license plates. And I said, well, I'm going to be, and I'm going to get some new ones ordered because I'm not going to be, you know, honoring that guy's music lyrics and stuff. Anyway, so of course, right away, Jane Seymour and her brothers and her kids and everybody, they wouldn't let go of that handle. So the Dr. Dre thing is stuck a little bit, but I, just with them. So it's kind of an inside joke, but yeah. We have a lot of those little jokes around here. We try to keep it light and have have fun with it, you know, which really kind of goes to the core of our mission and kind of the way we approach business. And that is the team that we've developed here. You know, it's an interesting group of people. You know, a lot of offices look for people that have this big extensive sales background or all this special kind of training. And we made a decision 20, 25 years ago that that was passe. And, and what we wanted was people with great empathy and compassion. Uh, people that cared about the community and wanted to be involved civically and go the extra mile in transactions. We looked for people that had a propensity toward being detailed people. And that's what we've developed here. They're really nice people that care about others and care about each other. It's kind of amazing when someone's going out of town for a weekend, how the others will step in and 
cover for them and take such great care. So that sense of humor is, is all a part of that. But I, I have witnessed the positive attitude that you bring in that leadership style. And Jane has mentioned it many times, and, it, and it's evident with that positive culture that you brought. Is there charities or anything that Donlin likes to contribute to or that you have... Yeah, I know so, you obviously are very involved at your church and all that. Yeah, that's all important. We think that people should be plugged into their uh, to their own church, and you know we don't promote one over another, but we just think that that's always good, and that seems to be important to people in this part of the country, and we try to live that, and hopefully people see that in us. But we don't wear it on a sleeve and you know overstate it. I think the the biggest thing is that people should get plugged in where they think they can contribute in a society and. For us in our community, there's certain things that we feel like we can help with. And I'm currently on the school board's foundation board, and, and I'm also on the chamber board and a few other things. And I, I got myself spread a little thin, so I'm hoping a few of these guys can cover a couple of those other gaps and I can, you know, do that. But yeah, and then and additionally, the other thing that we think is kind of significant is that we're not a franchise. We're not picking on our, our competition that are, that are franchises, but... You know, they ship their profits out to New Jersey or down to Texas where their company headquarters are. One thing that's nice is when people do business in, in Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls and the surrounding area with Donlin Real Estate, any fees or anything that we earn is put right back into this community, which we think is important. And so we don't have to do that and, and split those fees with national franchises and then be left in a position where we can't afford to give in this community. So we are trying to give deeply in this community, and we're not trying to give to absolutely every organization, but we've tried to select a group of things that are um, important, and we're trying to give more deeply to those things, and, and we think that that's part of our mission. We are so excited about the Chippewa Valley, and Eau Claire is really buzzing right now, and it doesn't look to me like it's going to slow up over these next five years. It just looks, you know, I've been doing this for 39 years, I hate to admit that, but um, 39 years, and I've never seen it better. When you look at the turnaround in this community over the last 20 years, it's just amazing. And a lot of people deserve credit for having that vision to not only do redo downtown, but some just excellent planning all the way throughout this community. And uh, the families we're meeting and the, the individuals that we're meeting that are coming into Eau Claire are just outstanding people. What has inspired you or influenced you? Yeah, so I, I think everybody needs a mentor and or a couple of them. And I had a few of them. You know, it's natural to say, geez, I worked with my dad. It was great. We worked together for 33 years. Never had a misunderstanding or an argument. We really got along well. I'm sure there are a few times when I was younger, maybe later, but when I was younger for sure, he probably scratched his head. And I, I do remember saying, you know, another way you could approach that is, and so I'd laugh about that as I look back on it, you know. But um, the truth is, he was certainly the main mentor, but there were some others. There's just some great people in this community. And even I look back at going back as a kid and growing up, I was a little gym rat down at the YMCA and John Schaff and some of those wonderful guys that really were just great mentors and leaders and you know, with overstating it, they were almost like little spiritual guys. Yeah, they were just, they led by example. And so he's he's one. He and Butch Preston and a number of these guys and Dick Bennett, you know, I was a scrub basketball player for him, JV for a little while there. And uh, But he was my English teacher. And, and I always say he was a better teacher than he was coach, which is hard to imagine. But there are guys like that along the way. And I could, I could list more, Diz Cronenberg and others that you know, if you're lucky to have him, lucky enough to have him for a history teacher at the old Central Junior High, and 
some of those guys that just really cared about kids. And it just, sometimes it means more coming from someone who maybe isn't your your actual parent, right? It's been, it's been a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of changes in these 40 years that I've been in business, so... Yeah. Any biggest change that, or I mean, something you want to comment, or well, I think what that, do you see for the changes in the future as far as, you know, Zillow has definitely changed things? Yeah, the way we've done business is, is changed. I think it's better, actually. And that's, you know, a guy, you know, now that I crack 60, you, you start thinking, okay, I, but I don't mind it. It's It's been wonderful. Just the advent of the internet and the use of zip forms and other forms of communication and it's it's made business more professional, more efficient, and uh, and and more fair for everybody involved. I think it's really good. What's one of the biggest obstacles that you overcame, and what have you learned from it? When I started in 1980, I graduated from the University of St. Thomas, came back here, and wrote the broker's exam. Went to work, and a lot of my buddies went to work at Honeywell and 3M and things like that. And I thought, gosh, now interest rates went from 14% to like 17%. We're not gonna be able. People aren't gonna be able to buy homes. So what? What did I do? Go join my dad in business? It was crazy. But uh, my dad said, "Well, you gotta start thinking outside the box. What do you think?" And uh, you know, so I ended up. There was a group of men that owned a bunch of duplexes up and down Runway Avenue. If you ever been out there, those big brick duplexes were built in the '70s. And I think that Tree Line Corporation ran into bankruptcy, so these investors all had to take these buildings back, and they didn't want a thing to do with them. They didn't want to run them. So I managed a bunch of them, and I learned a lot. And some of those people that rented in there, one guy became a postal carrier and he bought a house from me and it, it, it built a lot of relationships, but it gave me a tiny salary, a tiny income, I wouldn't even call it a salary, but a little income while I was trying to get started selling real estate, you know, because real estate is one of those businesses where you, you eat what you kill, you know, you, you're, you're just kind of on a commission basis. And so uh, I learned a lot about that. I knew the kind of real estate I maybe didn't want to invest in, but I also... You know, I learned the principles of it and how to handle people and things. So it was a negative that got turned into a positive. And I don't want to say that I was so creative that I turned it into a positive. I needed to. It was one of those deals. I was living at my parents' house, and but I graduated from uh, college. And I thought, okay, I'm going to live at home for a few months, and I'm going to strike out and, and get going on this. And I was able to do that just through that. So it was, uh, you know, it's not a great rags to riches story. It was a grocery money kind of a story. So I'm not going to pretend it was more than it was, but it, it was uh, it was a good learning experience. What's the most valuable advice you've received? You know, I think if you treat others the way you want to be treated, just kind of remember that golden rule. It'll go a long way, and you might not achieve your goal immediately, but you'll achieve it 10 times over in the long run. If you treat people with respect and honesty and and don't try to have the quick transaction, but rather do things the right way and really truly help people, bring value to the transaction that way, uh, I think that it'll come back to you 10 times over or more. I agree. Okay, so keys to success, keys to happiness. Well, yeah, I, I think... You know, you've got to be grounded in something. And for me, it starts with my Christian values and, and kind of the way I was raised. And so I think that's got to be the underpinnings of any successful person is to have that foundation. And then you've got to match that up with a tremendous work ethic. Uh, the other thing that I think people forget to do is um, from the time I was 22 years old, I always had clearly written, you know, clearly stated, but written goals. And I carry them with me. And so I know what my goals are every day, uh, but I know what my annual goal is and on, on every element of my life. And it's less and less about business and more and more about relationships now. But certainly in the early days, it was very focused on, you know, budgeting and planning and work and, 
you know, what I was going to do to get to that. It wasn't just a case of this is where I'd like to be. Well, great, everybody can say that, but what's the roadmap and how, how much are you willing to commit to this? Wonderful. Best kept secret? Or favorite place in Eau Claire? Oh gosh, if I tell you, then everybody will know. Uh, once in a while, Lisa and I have a little, <laughs> a little date night. We got a couple of different places. We like more Lisa's a lot of restaurants that others like so well. But yeah, there's a there's so many little stopping off places that are that are kind of fun. The Amber Inn is a great place to sneak off to for a burger. That is, it's one of the oldest uh, bar restaurants in the state of Wisconsin, and it's right on top of the hill on the near north side there. So it's just really cool behind Banbury. So that's a neat little place. Love that. Yeah, I just think, uh, you know, we ride a lot of bikes. We ride our bikes a lot on the bike trail system around here. One of the really cool things is the high bridge off of Forest Street to ride your bike over that. Take a picture there, a family photo there. That's one of the neatest views looking straight south down the Chippewa River, you know, before it joins in with the Eau Claire River there. But it's just a beautiful shot looking through downtown, kind of near your house. But that's a, that's a beautiful photo. Uh, so there's a few places like that, and people need to discover Eau Claire. Get out on those trails, enjoy the outdoors. It's a really neat city. Awesome. Well, this I've really appreciated you taking time. Appreciate your time and wisdom that you shared with us today, and helping us kick off this podcast. It's been really exciting. Eau Claire is here. You should be too. Welcome back. I'd like to thank Scooter. That was a fantastic interview. He did good, Wasn't didn't it? he? Yes. I, I do know one thing. What? They're pretty smooth. They were much better than us. <laughs> yeah, true. But you know what? I loved that interview because it was nice to see another side of Ned. You've known him for 19 years. Mm-hmm. I've known him for five. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just he, you can tell he's a great human. He's being. very passionate about more than just real estate mm-hmm. and i think that's why i like working here so much because yeah. it bleeds through him into our company into us into our clients and mm-hmm. and and i always am feeling proud to work here at donnellan yeah I know and him. i know it really did start with his dad mm-hmm. you know when i first started here his dad was still here and you know that man just had such um, integrity and and knowledge mm-hmm. and you know it was just really easy to want to be a good realtor f- for him yeah. and when he set the stage and set the stage <clears throat> yeah. probably a father figure mm-hmm. in a way I know when I first came back I, I had started working real estate for one year up north and knew I wanted to come back to Eau Claire so I met with probably 10 brokerages and I knew instantly once I sat down with Ned that this is where I want to be. The big bonus was Terry Weld was here, mm-hmm. one of my high school coaches, and then I walked down the hall, and there you were. There I was. <laughs> Slam dunk. But, yeah. but I could certainly tell that there was this culture and this environment. And um, and then after working for him, you know, for five years or whatever, just he creates a place where it's happy, mm-hmm. you know, and he wants you to succeed and just uh, anybody would do anything for you so it's such a great fit and i love it thanks for listening to our first podcast we're glad you joined us eau claire is here and you should be too amen if you enjoyed the eau claire is here podcast be sure to subscribe and then give us a five-star rating and write a review that's the best way to get this podcast in front of as many people as possible